Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What's up, everybody? It's Joe LaPuma. We are back. The Complex Sneakers podcast to my right, wearing a very red polo, Matt Welty. How's it going? To my left. In a more subtle but still pink. Yeah, resplendent in pink. It's what is it? Twenty degrees out, and you're wearing short sleeves. I have a jacket. Okay, don't worry about it. Brendan me. Dunn. I'm here. We have a very big guest on the Complex Sneakers podcast today. Someone who I've known for probably a, over a decade personally now. Everyone's big homie. So many titles. God's favorite DJ. He is like everyone's OG. It's an honor to have. DJ Clark Kent on the podcast. Sorry, I just want to add on to that. Uh, anybody who's into sneakers in any way knows who DJ Clark Kent is. But for those that don't know, uh, he's a legendary DJ and producer, a guy who was instrumental in the careers of his fellow Brooklynites, Biggie and Jay-Z, a man who was hunting down sneakers in the 80s before a lot of you were born. He's a guy that brands and people recognize as someone who understands why sneakers matter. And that's why he's designed all sorts of stuff with Nike and other, other companies, 112s. You should know this resume. Clark is also a guy who has way more sneakers than probably all of us put together. He is the Air Force One guy. Clark, we're happy to have you. Peace, peace. How we doing? How we feeling? Like I said, I'm a little tired, but... You went out last night? I went out last night. I did not. I stayed in last night. Joe was partying. Yeah. R.I.P. He was dancing. Yeah, we had a go. Yeah, we had a going away party. Where was the going away party? Um, what was that place called? Uh, Ju- Hold on. Let me pronounce it right. Julan's? Ju- no. Julan Club? Julan Room. Yeah, Julan Room. The, the one I don't know the about food that. Is so good. Yeah, it's like... Well, it's it's like a... a was it Asian a, Fusion? Dump the guy who who opened um, Philippe. Yep. Opened Julan Room, and he also opened um, Jade 60. My only, also, my only context also for Julan... My only context for Julan is... Uh, Reading over the transcripts and listening to the audio from the Six Nine trial, there's a moment when Shadi is telling Six Nine that he can't be taking him to fucking Spanish restaurants in Bushwick anymore. He should be in Julan, like the rich person that he is. Wow. What? Yeah. Uh, what you know, it's funny when you really don't know that Julan is just okay. <laughs> yeah, it's not that, crazy. But Six it's, Nine needs to empire. But it's a stat to you to go to, ju- to right, Julan. Right, right. That's it's, like when we went to. Uh, we're really in a bad way. We went to like Tao for like a full size run, like season. No, we didn't. We went to um, uh, the one across the street on the opposite corner. Um, Bill's Burger Bar. (laughs) What is it? But not Budokan. Is that what it was? Budokan is good. Yeah. And you know, let me tell you why Budokan is good. I'm gonna tell you why Budokan is good. You never heard a rapper mention it. 
<laughs> the only rapper mentioned restaurant that is still good, Mr. like Chow? really good, is Mr. Chow. That's I've it. never been. You never been to Mr. Chow? No, I'm not. Wow. I Which, would say don't go. Which the fact? Because because you're gonna have a hard time going to other. Chinese it's restaurant. so good. Uh, it's so good and because it's not regular Chinese. Every podcast is going to start about food. The which, last one but did. which defunct like New York City like restaurant or bar like club scene do you miss the most? Uh, oh fuck! What was the name of it? Um, Jezebel. Crazy. That's a restaurant or a club it's or what? A restaurant. Yeah. <sighs> mate, what kind of food? Um, Cajun. So, you remember Eddie Kane Jr. from um from the was it the Five Heartbeats? The, the the his mother owned it. Okay. Okay. And yo, yo. Yeah. There there hasn't been a soul food Cajun restaurant in New York that can't even come close to mm. it. Like everybody used to say, the Shark Bar was good. Okay. But that was trash bias. Okay. Oh, Sylvia's. Sylvia's never been good. <laughs> just Justin's was trying to be like like Jezebel. That was Puff's place, yeah. right? Trust me yeah. when I tell you, there's never been. Anything, I mean, like when did remotely it close? close, maybe 15 years ago, mm. but it was unbelievably good. Like, I, I'm still, I, I was tight when it closed. You're still reminiscing. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fucked up that they closed. Yo, it's fucked up, dog. <laughs> I played him, I played him Monday's episode. Yeah. You played him with Rick Ross? No, I didn't play him. Ah. Oh, <laughs> he ah. enjoyed it. Is Don't. that Dave Matthews trying to get on the mic again? Yeah, Dave Matthews. Yo, let the God go, this, B. Let they, the God do this, Yo, turn the mic towards the, him. No, the, no, do not. Do not. We th- he thinks do we not. got a young Jamie up in this yeah, building. Like he's tra- he, Clark, he's slowly trying to creep in. On the podcast that launched today, you hear him in the background. Hey, man. Leave. Don't you know. get producer credits? Leave yeah, it to the enough, right? You can produce the credits, right? I don't he, even. Is Dave Matthews is Dave Matthews that's put never, on his da- Dave Matthews put on his best pair of sneakers for Clark Kent today. I We're respect good. it. Yep, because okay. let me tell you, it would have been some cooked Air Force Ones, <laughs> some butt naked uh, Timberlands, no collar. <laughs> Dude, why, 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 why do Timberlands have to be associated with butt naked? I don't even understand what. Where'd you go with that just now? You don't know what I'm talking about the Tims without the collar on it, the single soles. They call them butt naked. Who calls them butt naked? Jesus Merrill called it on the on the Who? sneaker shopping episode. Really? Yeah. It says like the undercover cop shoe. Uh oh. <laughs> Rutro. Clark out here in the in yeah. the off white dunks. Some Beaters. light. How many he pairs of those be- you got? Some. He Some. called them. He called them beaters. With okay. the Nipsey, okay. with the Nipsey crew neck. Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Yeah. Clark, is the is the tag still on those? Are we? Are yeah, we the doing tags off white on the yeah. shoes. Yeah. Yeah, because um. The, I, w- I wear sneakers the way that they they come out the box. Okay, and then I give them away. No modifications. No, uh, ex- unless see, like you know, you get some Jordans, and they they're they're like uh, the uh, let's say Chicago's. When you get Chicago's in the box, they mm-hmm. come with um, black laces in them. Right. Um, the tongue is white on Chicago's, so. I wear white laces on the laces times. have to match. So, yeah, so those those are yeah. It's certain Jordans that I will change the laces. You're on. leaving hang tags on and everything. No hell no. That's 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 nasty. I'm really really glad to be here because I listen to you guys and y'all are one of like two podcasts that I listen to. What's the okay. other one? Uh, I listen to um, my boy Abdul's podcast. Oh, shout out Abdul. I gotta yeah. I gotta well, check that out. Yeah, he's yeah. like 50 episodes deep. I, I gotta I gotta catch up. 
Yeah, and 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 I'm honest, I haven't listened to a bunch of them, but I listen to all of y'all's. Yeah. Appreciate. It. Well, we've only had does, seven. Does or his eight. sneaker game match up to yours? Match? No, what but his sneaker game is insanity, though. Is it? Like, like he shouted him out during the sneaker of the year panel up front. Like, up yeah, front. yeah, 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 like, yeah. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, like what these kids are doing, they they have no idea. Like, and like he wears everything. Yeah. Like, I mean. And he, he doesn't make a big deal about it either. He'll very casually, like, he's like, and he, he plays it down. He's like, I'm not a big, you know, I'm not, I'm nobody, whatever, but he has it's, everything. It's not a, see, it, it's funny because in the sneaker community, when you scream that you're nobody, you usually are the guy. Right. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? So in the sneaker world, everybody knows who Abdul is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But so, not the culture, not the sneaker culture before we get out. Yeah. What's the sneaker? Yeah. Okay, anyway, <laughs> I'm saying in the sneaker game. Right. <laughs> Everybody knows who he is, and everybody recognizes that he gets super busy. He like there is no question, no one's gonna talk shit about him. Definitely, yeah, no one. You know what I'm saying? And but the good part is about it is that he really wants the shoes to wear. Like, see, that's what I'm on. I'm on mm -hmm. getting it so I can mm -hmm. wear it. You know what I'm saying? For so sure. When you're on it like that, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's people that I look at and I go, yeah, he he just wants it so that he can say he has it. If you're not gonna wear it, it don't really matter. You gotta you gotta wear it before it crumbles. Absolutely. We had we had a coworker who walked to work today. I think it's some crumbled Jordans. Yeah, olive fives crumbled. Wow. Soul just, soul just came right off the shoe. No, that happened to me down at All Star Weekend once. I brought a pair of. I, they dropped a Jordan jersey that he wore. Okay. When he wore fives. Okay. And he, the fives that he wore in the jersey, I had a brand new pair. Nineteen ninety. Yes, but my dumb ass was like, yeah, I'm taking these. I'm wearing these. And it wasn't for anybody else because I know no one's going to understand what I was doing. But it was for me because I, I watched Mike. I sat courtside looking at him play basketball. Right, yeah. And I was like, I need to wear them. So I wore them. And I swear to God, like as soon as I got to where I was going, I was going to a Mitchell and Ness party. Mm -hmm. And as soon as a brunch, as soon as I got there, I just felt the. Not just the tires the, just flat. Yeah, flattened. the tires just flat. And I, I, I was tight. Because I was at the door and I had my family with me and I was like, "Y'all go in," and I went back to the hotel, changed. How did you get back to the hotel with the? I, did, the I took a I took a cab, went back to the hotel. I changed. I took the sneakers outside. I hit them in an alley, <laughs> posted up that I hit them before I got to the um to the to the venue again. Somebody had found them. The person who found them Tried. had just sat in a meeting with me when I was designing. The got that white Air Force One. Uh. I was like, how did you do that? He was like, you cannot believe. I swear to God, as soon as I saw the picture, I was on the block. Oh, sure, he wasn't stalking and, you? Who knows? And let the record show that before we were in this uh, podcast, Clark, you did ask for the sneakers back from Joe because he doesn't wear all white sneakers. He's kidding. I was talking about him. He's That's kidding. my boy. Come on. I, I, I want, no disrespect, I want, Wealthy. Him and I got a different relationship. Yeah, I was about to him, say, okay? like, <laughs> I, I like a lot of people up here. You know what I'm saying? Wealthy, you're one of them. You're one of them, okay. Brandon. But... Everyone here knows that Joe's my guy. Appreciate you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, above and beyond. Yeah, this guy's family. There's only two other. There's only family. one other guy who, who's on the same level as Joe, and that was Russ. Right. Shout you know out to Russ. Russ we, need, we need Russ. We tried, I, we tried to we pull tried him to in last him. week, but yeah. he's, like, in the middle of some international Cannot wait travel. to have him on. Yeah. Well, you might need three episodes for Russ. Yeah. Listen, man. We might we might need three for this one. Absolutely. You might. We're going to go <laughs> We're gonna go plenty of time today. Clark. I don't even know where to start with you. you. You've been doing the sneaker thing for for so, so long. I feel mm. like specifically, I, 
I want to ask you about Air Force Ones. You know, I want to know about like anything. Yep. I'm not. I'm not afraid of any question. I love that. I think that I, I believe that to get a good interview, you have to have good questions. So let's go. What was I'm that ready. moment in the '80s when you first fell in love with the Air Force One? I played for a basketball team in my neighborhood, and we used to travel to other hoods. Mm-hmm. And what people don't know is back then the brands used to come to those little games and put sneakers on kids to see if they worked. Mm. And they brought Air Force Ones to a park that I was playing in. And this is in Brooklyn, just for nah, the, the game was in Queens. That, okay. That's what even made it crazier. Because the game was in Queens. They gave the sneakers. I thought Jesus brought them. Because when I looked at them, I was just like, and you want us to play in these? Mm. Right. So This is 82, presumably. Yeah. I had a pair of sneakers. I, I think they were Blazers. Yeah. And I put the Air Force Ones in my bag. Okay. Played the game. We lost, but we was in we was in a rough neighborhood. We we're in Baisley. Okay. And we're from Brooklyn. You from Brooklyn? You in Baisley? Mm-hmm. It's rough. So, as soon as the game was over, I didn't do the high fives, the pounds, and all of that shit. And the Nike people were waiting for their sneakers back. I grabbed my bag and I went straight to the train station. Like I wasn't even there. So I still have the pair that I stole that day. Brand new. White Never and gray? Worn. Yeah, white and gray. Let the record show Clark Kent has been getting free sneakers from Nike since 1982. Well, that wasn't free. That was stolen. <laughs> but I, that's, just, that's just honest. I remember yeah. That was smart, though, to do that. I remember Bobito talking about that in, a, yeah. you know, in his book where he said that you wanted to wear your dope sneakers, but if you were going to a bad neighborhood, you're like, I'm not going to wear my dope sneakers. I'm going to wear something that's a little beat up. My thing was I just wasn't trying to give them back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, were, they gave them to us so we could try them. Like, mm-hmm. it, we were like... Test cr- crash testers, test dummies yeah. and wear testers and I just was like these shits are crazy like I'm not putting those on and then I put them like I said I put them in the bag I guess they didn't really notice mm-hmm. because I swear to God I left the team there like I'm out went right to the train station like I'm going home and still like literally still have the pair how soon after that did you try and get more Air Force Ones was that possible nah, for you as, back then as soon as they got to a store I bought practically every pair they, they just look perfect to me. And how would you do it when you were that young? And coming up, were you getting one a year or were you still finding ways to buy multiples? Well, like you fell in love at first sight, essentially. Well, by that time, I was a young teenager. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I had figured out how to make money since I was nine. So I did things in the neighborhood to make money. And then by that time, I was also a DJ, so I was playing little parties. Mm-hmm. So every dollar that came in got split in half. It was 50% to being fresh and 50% to records. Okay, mm. because I I can't support the the fresh unless I got records because I got to be a DJ. So um, you weren't putting any way in like a Roth IRA or anything like that. <laughs> we from the hood. <laughs> yeah, put it, put it probably, under the mattress. We probably didn't even know who Shoe Roth bo- was. Shoebox. I'm, I'm thinking. I've been thinking about the Roth IRA lately. So were you? Just, were you cool. I remember you know hearing the stories that New York was big with the Air Force One, but also Baltimore. At oh, the Baltimore, same. DC. Were you traveling Philly? down there? Yeah, because when we played basketball, we played teams. If we won and we won well, you would play teams from other cities, and mm-hmm. we would go. So like, I found Charlie Rudos and Cinderella's Cinderella and, and DTL. I found yeah. all those stores by playing basketball. That's so, awesome. When I found out that they were getting a new color every month, I was like, I'm trying to play on the teams that win so we could go to to Baltimore and to D.C. and to, yeah. you know, places where those stores were so I could get the shoe of the month. 
for for people listening that don't necessarily know the program, basically the Air Force One was about to go away, and there was this collection of yeah retailers in the, in the in the Baltimore area. Yeah. yeah, like you said, DTLR, Cinderella Shoes, Cinderella. and Charlie Ruto, Charlie Ruto. who convinced Charlie Ruto them was the best. Yeah. Is, is, <laughs> yeah, they convinced them to to make the shoes and make them in these exclusive colorways. Did you realize what was going on in terms of of that program? Like, were you guys aware of it? I don't think anybody was aware of it. We just knew that they had a new color mm-hmm. like every time we hit the city and then you know like it, when you play sports everybody in another city that can play well becomes cool with you right. so you know you're making phone calls even though they're long distance you want to know if there's a team that you can get on somewhere else if you got an aunt in that other neighborhood like if i got an aunt in baltimore i'll go stay with my aunt for the summer to play basketball that was the mind state okay and that's the way we did it so that we could be basketball players or football players you know what i'm saying so those things helped you be around other places so i've been traveling since i was a kid and i've been buying sneakers since i was more of a kid Mm -hmm. you know was there anyone that you played ball with back in the day that they were just a random person but ended up being someone like crazy uh jerry ice reynolds he became uh orlando magic uh pearl washington who became pearl washington um Albert King, uh, Bernard King. I never played against Bernard King. I watched him, but I played against his brother, Albert King. I, I'm really dating myself <laughs> right now. And, um, yeah, let's just say if if they came from Brooklyn or anywhere in the the New York City region, I knew him. Chris Mullen? Yeah, Chris Mullen, yeah, for sure. He was He was special because he went to a school where there was nothing but – Black kids, Mark Jackson, all of that. Chris Mullins not black? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't like basketball, huh? No, I'm not. <laughs> so let's fast forward a little bit and you know, you just said that it was fifty percent going to records and fifty percent going to getting fresh and those worlds kind of merged. And, and you notice that I said getting fresh. I didn't say sneakers. Yeah, everything. So because whole... it wasn't it, it I was a weirdo for having 50, 60 pairs of sneakers. Like, something was wrong with me for having that many pairs of sneakers. Like, mm-hmm. even, I'm talking into the 90s, it was crazy that I would have, when Damon met me, I had like 4,000 pairs of sneakers, and he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And I was just like, well, I'm fresher than all of y'all anyway, so it don't <laughs> matter what you say. All it was for me was to be fresh. Yeah. And then they went crazy. Yeah, you so that, what that's what I was going to say. Like, even Dame would recognize that you had all those pairs of sneakers. And then is that when he started to be like, well, what is this sneaker thing? And why is someone like that who Clark is buying all these? Is that what kind of put the lights on for him? Nah, I don't. I think it was New York City lifestyle that did it for anybody back then. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, back in the days, you'd go to Barbados crib and he had hundreds of pairs of sneakers. Right. Um, if you were in the sports you 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 like sneakers and and then the other part was when you had something no one else had the reaction was better than everything yeah so i mean since i was young i also went away to school i went upstate new york where i went to school with a whole bunch of white kids and they looked at me like i was crazy because of the boots i was wearing when they all had timberland boots and i was like what the fuck are you wearing construction boots for mm. but then when you're in those situations you don't want to feel like you're less than right. so you go buy timberland boots right you go to the town you go buy a pair of timberland boots but then you got to go home 
And then you go home and everybody's like, what the fuck are you wearing? Yeah. And then three years later, everybody's in Timberlands. And I'm going, y'all made fun of me. Mm. Wait, so you started the Timberlands? I'm train? not saying I started anything. <laughs> you know what I started? I started being as fresh as fuck for me. Go ahead, get the you siren. Saying? Get the siren sound effect. <laughs> get the but siren sound effect. The same effect. thing happened with, with polo clothes. Yeah. Because in the hood, we was wearing Izod and Lati I mean, Izod Lacoste, and we were in Latigra. I go up to school, and these kids are wearing Ralph Lauren. I'm like, shit, I got to figure that shit out. Yeah, Buy some Ralph Lauren. I go home. Everybody's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Two years later, everybody on St. John's Place in right. Crown Heights starts stealing and Thurston robbing Howell. for polo. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I mean, this is before Thurston. Like, Thurston's okay. younger than me. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I was wearing polo before that and then was clowned for it. And then a year or two later, everybody's stealing it. And then, then there's this low-life thing. And I was like, damn, I really got clowned for that shit. <laughs> yeah. I got laughed at for one day. And then the freshest guy in my neighborhood saw me with a pair of sneakers and was like, oh, shit, what the fuck are those? What pair? A pair of Fila tennis. Okay. I got the Fila tennis because I went to a store to buy a CB jacket because the kids at the school had CB jackets and I didn't want to not feel comfortable. You have to understand, I'm one of two black kids at a school full of white kids. Mm -hmm. And they're all uber rich. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I'm the kid who got the scholarship. From, this is the from, school I'm, upstate. Yeah, yeah, I'm the kid from Brooklyn who got the scholarship because he was smart and he could play sports or whatever, right? So I'm up there and I'm trying to fit in. But they got the money to do whatever. I went to school with the son of Suzuki. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's got cars on campus that he can't drive. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> it's real. wild, right? So I come back, I'm looking for this CB jacket, which back in the days was a dope jacket to have. If you skied and all of that shit, right? right? I come back, one store sells CB jackets, Scandinavian. I go into Scandinavian, I'm looking for the CB jacket. I walk past this rack, they got sneakers, and I'm like, what the fuck are those? Mm -hmm. Oh, these are felines. These are made in Italy. These are $110. I need those. Yeah. Like, fuck the jacket. I took those sneakers, went to the hood. It wasn't five minutes that I was in the hood. I put them shits on immediately and went outside. On the way to the corner, clowned by everybody. I got to the corner. The freshest guy in my neighborhood was a guy named Bourne. He was four years older than me. Bourne saw the sneakers and was like, what the fuck are those? Them shit's beautiful. I was like, yes. yes. But isn't it crazy that Yo, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I killed Bourne because no one could kill Bourne in the neighborhood. He was the freshest dude right. in the neighborhood. Is it crazy to you that you were buying things to kind of keep up with the school that had predominantly white mm -hmm. and then you were bringing it back to the hood? But it seems like you wearing the Fila tennis sneakers as one of the first people in the hood, you must have been secure to bring it back there. So no, I, the funny part was I didn't even care to bring it back to the school. I cared that I thought they were fresh. Mm -hmm. And you have to understand, being fresh back in the days was having something no one had. Mm -hmm. right. But then when you go... Yeah, they cost more than all the shit that you wear. See, that's the other part. In the hood, our disease is if you make money, everybody has to know you make money. It's a disease. Mm -hmm. It really is a disease. But, you you know, fuck it. That's where we're from. But, you know what I'm saying? I grew out of it. I grew out of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't care. But all I cared about was being fresh. So when I got these sneakers, they were fresh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it, I, I, I lend it back to people shopping with Dapper Dan, who... I shopped with yeah. until I realized, oh, I know why we shopped with him. Because we're scared to go in the store. I was like, fuck that. I'm going the in the store. Gucci store. I go in the, the Gucci actual, store yeah. in 1984, and they got sneakers. Yeah. Yeah. Tennis. So I buy the sneakers. 
But then I'm going back now because I'm like, they're going to come out with something else. And no one was wearing Gucci sneakers. No one in 84. People caught on the Gucci sneakers when they went to the outlets in 86. I bought the sneakers because I was like, what the fuck is this Gucci thing? Yeah. I'm not scared to go in the store. Why I'm not scared to go in the store? Because I went to school with a bunch of white kids. You knew how to so move. So I feel fucking yeah. comfortable. Yeah. That's so amazing. I go in the store and I find Gucci sneakers. I go around, kill born again. Then, the then, you, then you caught people trying to buy Louis Vuitton sneakers, but I wouldn't buy that. Why? Because they were ugly. <laughs> I was buying shit that was right. I didn't buy it because of the name. I bought yeah. it because it was right. right. You buy fresh shit, and that's all it was. Clark, I want to ask you about that because we were actually having the discussion you know, internally um, the other day where it's like me personally, I kind of have an issue with nowadays where there's it feels like there's only like five pairs of sneakers that you know all the sneakerheads want, and you have to get these five shoes that kind of be validated within the sneaker community. But you were saying early on it was more more about not having what everyone else had but having something that no one else had by going out on a limb and trying something different yeah look a couple of days ago i i posted my favorite 25 sneakers right mm -hmm. somebody commented oh yeah you're like the most you you can't get um six top 10 sneakers but you got a pair of k-swiss and a pair of alessi in your 25 and i was like he said you're the most irrelevant guy in the game Oh, and I boy. thought to myself, okay, cool. So I said, I'm irrelevant because I got a K-Swiss and mm -hmm. I have an Alesse in my list. I said, first of all, you probably can't read because it says my favorite sneakers, not my top 10 sneakers, mm -hmm. right? Okay. And, you know, I got a lot of flack by not coming up with top 10 mm -hmm. in the, in the, on, on the stage. <laughs> of course, because right, of course. Right. I, if you're looking at that list, I only got six of the list that I would put in the top 10. Yeah. Sure. Going back to this kid, I was like, okay, well, that's what you say. You said I'm irrelevant because of these things. Two questions. I said, one, is it because I liked it and, and you don't? I don't like shoes that, you know, everybody likes. I like what I like. And mm -hmm. I did say it was my favorite, not your the best favorite or the, or the yeah. best or whatever, right? And I said, but you said I was irrelevant because of that. I said, so what is it exactly that you've done? Yeah. 45 seconds later, his his take, his thing goes away. Yep. And I was like, what happened? That's how it goes. I was like, Where's the bitch? <laughs> wait, 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 what happened? We can't he talk about it. That was, but what I'm saying is, the Alesse, I thought the shit was fire. There was two other sneakers on the list that he probably don't even know what they were. They were Sonras. I've said for the past Shout two out years, Hickmet. I've said for the past two years, Sonras are the best made sneakers around. I said it on the panel two mm -hmm. years ago. Sonras are the best made sneakers around. And no one's looking at them or chasing them or anything. Mm -hmm. But if you put the shits in your hand and you like shoes, these shits are fire. So I talk about what I like. Clark, I want to talk about kind of, you know, we mentioned briefly you getting involved with Rockefeller and stuff like that in the 90s. Were you around when they first started making Rockefeller sneakers? Like, Absolutely. Like, were you part of that conversation? Did you help design them? Like how, how many pairs did you have before they ever came out? I need to know. Like we were crew. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and there wasn't a conversation with Nike. Like Nike just made a move was like, here. Nobody Jay Z didn't no. tell them to make them or no, anything like that? No, no, that didn't happen back then. That's not the way it happened. They How'd just they put the stamp on it and Yeah, this was like, yo, this this cultural. Here. Here you go, here's some sneakers. Give and some was given to Udi and the rest was given to us. Udi. Mm. How many pairs? There's some. What was it like <laughs> when what was it like when that box showed up? It's funny because we were so regular to being that fresh that it was just like cool. 
You weren't spazzing out over the idea nah, of having the Rockefeller no, logo on No, no, everybody else was spazzing, but we're Rockefeller. Yeah. So it doesn't like, you know, it doesn't resonate until black albums. Yeah. And then yeah. you're going, hold up, this is for an actual thing. That's for our crew. Yeah. And, but this is for the thing. Black albums is the thing. Forty Forty Club, Air Force One's like. Yeah. <laughs> what was it you? you we, <laughs> I, I heard a I heard a story. I talked oh, to uh, no no no. I <laughs> talked to no. I talked to Drew Greer, who was mm-hmm. at Nike Kim Show. Oh, okay, you know that's my man. Yo, yeah, he would, but he Drew, look, Drew Greer. Yeah, Drew Greer is the beginning of entertainment marketing. Mm-hmm. Got it. He's the beginning of them trying to figure out who's of of any brand trying to figure out who's cool and who do we get to he was the guy at nike responsible for doing the original rockefeller air force ones and the wu-tang dunks or he did the wu-tang dunks i had interviewed him Mm -hmm. a few years ago and he was talking to me about the rockefeller air force ones Mm -hmm. and um i asked biggs about this story and he couldn't confirm or deny it he said that he almost got fired for making the rockefeller air force ones at Nike because they did it, he said, with Udi um, through all that, and they gave the shoes to Jay. Mm-hmm. Jay walked into Lior Cohen's office, had the shoes on his feet, went up to Lior, put the Rockefeller Air Force Ones on his desk, and was like, you don't fucking have a pair of these. And Lior got pissed that the shoes were made behind his back, and it caused a whole ripple storm at Nike. Is that true? It, it might have. I'm not sure of that story. All I know is Drew Greer, if I had to say in the sneaker game, there's an OG, I'm, and we're like the same age, that's an OG. Like, because he was in it. You know what I'm saying? Him, Sheldon, Donnell, Jesse Laver, them dudes is OGs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, Jerry Erasmi, you know what I'm saying? Don Baxter, mm-hmm. OGs. Like, mm-hmm. real, real OGs in the sneaker game who made sure that the thing resonated with our culture. How, how much our do culture, you th- when I say our culture, I mean hip-hop, yeah. because that belongs to us. How much do you feel like you helped it resonate, too? Like, were you well, helping I, I, Jay-Z I believe, understand which sneakers were cool? Because I feel like a lot is, of people... The thing is, I was ahead of all of them when it came to sneakers. That's what I mean. So, like, did Jay-Z learn about Air Force Ones from you? Did Dame... Look, we, we, we were a crew. So, to say somebody learned something would be the wrong thing. Mm. The, th- the thing is this. We were a crew. No one shopped more than me. No one shot for sneakers more than me. If you meet Emery, he's going to tell you that he would come up from Baltimore, and before he would go to Jay's house, he would come to my house, we go shopping, and then we go stun on Jay. Yeah. Like, that. that's what we just did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no lies to that. This is the facts. You know what I'm saying? But we did that because we just wanted to be fresh all the time. So I would go into a store. I'd find some sneakers. Call Jay. You want a pair? Nice. Call, yo, you want a pair? Yo, you want a pair? If you were from Brooklyn, yeah, I'm going to give you the call. As time went on, did Jay's shopping habits change being around you? I'm not going to say it changed being around me. It changed with paper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we had money. I mean, we weren't broke, so and was, we shopped was like he, crazy. Was he shopping for sneakers? Oh, no, he was shopping crazily. Yeah. What about Big? I never hear any Big sneaker stories. Rest because Big's bought the same shit all the time. He bought white on whites Sorry, Big or Big's? Oh, Biggie. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, nah, Biggie shopped. Yeah. But you have to understand, me and him were big guys, so we only shopped in a few stores. So we shopped at Rochester Big and Tall all the time. Yeah. So as much as everybody looks at Biggie and sees Coogee sweaters, mm-hmm. like we was murdering Coogee sweaters. There's a store that used to be right next to the Apollo, um, and we used to go in there and buy every color Coogee. Like if... if <laughs> 
Man. <laughs> what about sneakers? Were, were you yeah. and Biggie on sneaker missions okay. too? On the No Way Out tour with Puff Daddy, mm-hmm. we get to Portland. And everybody is like, okay, we're in Portland. Nobody thinks about anything. Mm-hmm. First thing I do is get a cab and go to the campus. I go see Drew. I come back with 20 pairs of sneakers. My size. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First person I see, Buster Rhymes. Yo, God, what the <laughs> fuck, yo? you? Where you get them yellow ears from? Because I got them on. You know, uh-huh. I get shit, I'm, I'm wearing them shits immediately. Mm-hmm. It, it was 10 minutes. He said that shit to me. I was just like, here, take them. Yo, he almost cried. Wow. There was dudes in his crew going, yo, man, don't nobody do that shit for Buster. Yo, what the fuck, yo? That, that shit was amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they just sneakers. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I brought back pairs that were all 12s and 13s. Whoever wanted a pair, I just, just gave them away. But I had to connect. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had to connect for a long time. Since 82? No, I'm not saying since 82. <laughs> Hell no. I wish. You know what I'm saying? But the other part is this. Like, when you deal with these people at these labels... Um, you just can't be an artist. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You have to have something for them to fuck with you. They're gonna, or otherwise, they're just going to go, here's some product. You know what I'm saying? You'll never end up saying, I want to do this or I want to do that. And they'll never end up saying, here, we want you to do this. If you don't bring something to it yeah. as well. Like, yeah, okay, everybody knows you got a lot of sneakers. Does that mean you're supposed to get all the sneakers for free? Or is it that when a kid sees you with some sneakers, it's different for them? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So... I was always about it, and and brands connected that way. So having relationships, like when I met Tinker, you know what I'm saying? I wasn't like, oh, my God, he's Tinker Hatfield. I was like, yo, what made you get the idea to go from a building mm-hmm. to an Air Max? When did and you first meet Tinker? 20 years ago? Yeah. Yeah. But the thing is, with me and Tinker, it ain't sneakers. He loves music. So he's... He's, he's, he's he got talks, a band. He's, he's talking, got a band. Yeah, <laughs> but... So every time I see him, I give him a gift of music. Nice. One time I saw him, I went to sit down with him, I gave him a hard drive. He was like, what's this? I said, it's about 100,000 songs. He was like, no fucking way. I swear to God, we went to have a meeting to talk about doing an interview... All we talked about was music. And everybody in the room was like, so so this isn't about sneakers? No, it will be tomorrow, but tonight it's going to be about mm-hmm. music because we're friends. Like, we're yeah. cool. You never called in a favor to Tinker? No, only once. What was it for? I wanted a one-of-one one so I could wear the All-Star Weekend. Did you make it happen? Yeah. What was it? It was a, it was a shoe <laughs> that we called All-Stars. Mm-hmm. Because if you look at the shoe, it had stars lasered from the front to the back. Air Force One? Or? Yeah, it was Air Force One. They had pony skin stripes. They, they were... I only wore them one time. That shit's fucking beautiful. Mark Smith brought out the laser machine? Nah, Tinker. Gotcha. gotcha. Clark, one thing else that you're known for, obviously, is your one-a-days yeah. mentality. You know, you wear it once, and then, yeah. and then the shoe's done. I also remember, um, you know, in the Just for Kicks documentary, you see Dame, and he's got the whole, you know, Adidas, like, sneaker stash, and he mm-hmm. has... He said there's something about popping the tag every day when you put it on. Like, did you start the one a day's mentality and like kind of get it? I don't it? even know if I started it because I was always doing it. You know what I'm saying? Wearing Air Force Ones once and then just ditching them? Yeah. Wearing, wearing everything once and, and getting rid of it. Unless, unless it's a one of one. If it's a one of one, I'm going to keep it because it, it was crafted for me or... Like, if I, if I do a bespoke, I'm going to wear them shit. Does that get tiring, though? Like, every single day having to have something new? No. 
When, my, my problem is that I have so much sneakers, I'm trying to wear them. You know, I'm really trying to wear them. And the thing is, like, if I like a sneaker, like, everybody likes bread ones, right? Sure. I like bread ones a lot. So when bread ones come out, I will buy 10 pair. So that when I wear them and I get rid of them, I still got bread ones. Because God knows, you know, Jordan might change their mind and be like, we're not going to make them for eight years. If I got 10 pair every time they come out, then I might have like 40 pairs sitting. Yeah. So I can wear a pair. You, you, it's pretty rare that you're going to see me wear another pair of bread Jordans in three months. I'll mm-hmm. wear a pair of bread Jordans and then you won't see another you pair wait, for three months. You wait months. for it, yeah. But it won't be on purpose. It'll be that I'm trying to wear the other sneakers. I'm trying to get through them. Mm-hmm. And if it's thousands, I'm trying to wear through the thousands. How many pairs of sneakers are you buying a day? I don't, I don't think that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Clark, how many? It depends on, on what's coming out. And again, I have to like it. Like, there's been weeks that I've gone without buying sneakers because I didn't like it. But then the next week, you might buy 20. Yeah, I might. Will you ever buy off, like, a StockX or a consignment if you really want a pair? What's funny is I bought three pairs off of StockX since StockX started, and they were below retail. And what were they? <sighs> Shit, I can't. One was a, a Ultra Boost that I wanted so I could... So, yeah, one was Ultra Boost. Um, I can't remember what the other two were, but I was kind of one was a Yeezy. Okay, and it was it was under stock, and and I didn't go look for it. My man was like, "Yo, you trying to find that Yeezy such and such?" I was like, "Yeah." He was like, "It's it's under retail on StockX," and I was like, "Buy it for me." He was like, "Just buy the shit," and I was like, "Shit!" So I had to create an account. Because wait, wait what? If the young God isn't on StockX. Your son? My son is, yeah, but yeah, I can't talk to my son about sneakers. He'll, he'll, uh, I mean, he'll I mean, tax. He'll tax you. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I can't. I can't. Yeah. I, I but, feel like if Clark Kent walks into a sneaker store, everybody knows him, and and I feel like you know a lot of the retailers across the U.S. across the world. How did you build that rapport with guys to where you can call anyone at any time? Well, I'm an uncommon shopper. So, again, I like what I like. So I might walk in a store and there'll be a pair of Grand Prix on the shelf and people will be like, what are Grand Prix?" And I'm like, well, what? Mm. Grand Prix are beautiful. Give me all in size 13. Now, if he has 12 pair and I buy all, I'm uncommon to him. Mm-hmm. If I walk in and I know I'm looking for Air Force Ones and there's none in Brooklyn and I walk into a store in North Carolina and they got 40 pair of white on whites and I know I want them, I'm going to buy all 40, ship them to my crib. Mm-hmm. They're going to, hey, let me get your number because <laughs> I'm uncommon, but I'll do it if I want it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What was one of those first connections you made at retailer as far as like... First... Uh, Packer. Yeah. Not not Mike Packer, his father. Right. Yeah. I Yonkers. To, I used to burn his store up. Really? Yeah, this is before I know Mike. I would see him, but I didn't know him. A younger Mike, a much younger Mike. Yeah, we were all younger. Shit. Young, Mike's younger than me, and, and I'm talking about when I was yeah. a teenager. I used to go to, to the Packer store. Packer had everything or what? Nah, he just had shit. He had shit, shit. Like, he always... Well, he was he's a sneaker retailer, so he had the sneakers. But Packer, Vets... Jew man, mm-hmm. like those stores, yeah, I, I, they would know me because I would go in and I was uncommon. I would go, oh, you got seven new pair of Air Force Ones? I need twice, all of them. We had uh, Fat Joe on Full Size Running. Shit, I used to buy sneakers in Fat Joe's store. In Up? Yeah, no, no, no. Um, FJ 560. Oh, yeah. You told us he didn't, he, you told me he didn't sell sneakers there. <laughs> well, no, well, the store that he used to work at. Oh, that, they, that that uh, there was a store that he used to work at. I know what you're talking about, right. FJ 560, right. but he FJ said FJ 560 only... had clothes. They right. had clothes, but there was like a Footlocker across the yeah, street like, or like something like that. Locker. There was a bunch of stores around there. Yeah. His store wasn't too far from from Jew Man. Really? Yeah, but I used to roll dice with Fat Joe in the back of his store till two in the morning mm-hmm. by myself with a bunch of criminally insane Bronx kids. <laughs> like <laughs> Fat Joe is my man, man, man. Yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like. For real, my man. Because yeah. so. what I try to get to on this, he told us that on you know on full size run that he'd go into sneaker stores and kind of do the same thing that you, that you're mentioning, yeah. where he's like, just go to a store and like I want to buy your basement. Did you put him on to like that's the technique to do it? Or? Nah, that's just that's just if you into shoes, into shoes for real, into shoes, you wanted to buy basements. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And if you walked into a store like there was this Army Navy store on Jamaica Avenue in in Queens. And you would walk into the store, and, like, every time you walked in, there would be something, right? Mm-hmm. So I just one day was like, how much stuff you got in the basement? <laughs> the fuck are you asking me? And I'm like, no, really, how much stuff you got in the basement? I might have been 19. Mm-hmm. And I was can I see? He was like, nothing, you're not going to want anything, and all of it's old. By the time I was gone, it was at least 30 pair that I bought. And he was selling them for like twenty dollars. Wow! Because it was in his basement. That's that's the what the word dead stock means. It means that you can't sell it. It's dead stock. Yeah. Most people think dead stock means brand new. No sneaker culture. It's not that they're brand new. It's that they are actually dead stock. Yep. You know it's funny. Clark called me recently when the 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 baby episode came out about the shoe man when we had the, that big debate in the office yeah. about it i said that they were fake and you said how do you know that they're fake and he said i'm buying from the shoe man in north carolina buying exclusive air jordans that aren't out for mm. 60 bucks and I, in my or head air that force go, ones and clark was like that used to happen all the time yeah that happened everywhere but they're fake shoes right yeah That's, for sure and what was for, sure. for people who don't know what exactly was dudes will walk into the barbershop and they let, let's say you walk you you in the barbershop you're getting a haircut a guy walks in and y'all got them jordans and if he's telling you that Jordans that you know are $160, I got them for $80. How stupid do you have to be to mm-hmm. think they're real? 
No, How could exactly. you think? But but if you're not into shoes, you might fall for you, it. No, yeah. you do a, fall. A for lot it. of people. Yeah. No, 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 no. Plenty. That's way what you told me. More than not. Yeah. But but it's not getting out of the hood, so they feel comfortable. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know how many invisible women, <laughs> different yeah. colors of invisible women, Air Force ones I've seen in uh-huh. the hood? Like, Do you remember seeing people that you respected showing up in fake Jordans or fake Air Force ones and having to tell them or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. You pull them aside? I never know if it's right to pull them aside. It is on. if you respect them. And if you don't want them to be clowned a certain way, yeah. and you don't just go, ah, your sneakers are fake, you like, Yo, come over to the side. Sit down Yo, with them. Go take them shits off. Them shits ain't real. You see rappers with fake shoes too? Yeah, or? yeah, for sure. Come on, man. Think about it. If, 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 if most rappers come from the hood and they come from nothing, mm-hmm. they might have ended up in a pair of fake sneakers. When you called me about it, you were like, it wasn't really looked down upon because nah. it was it was it wasn't a big was, deal yeah nah it wasn't a big deal unless you just like a shoe jock you know what i'm saying yeah. like i'm a shoe junkie so i was looking at that shit going nah you ain't gonna catch me in the willy bobo that's not gonna happen <laughs> and and, uh, and i look at it like so you trying to tell me you're gonna sell me a jordan for half price instead of selling it to me for the price of a pair of pro kids when you know that's what they're yeah they how cost? does that work like yeah. come on don't yeah. do that clark what size are you 13 I have, a, I have a funny Clark Kent story. I hope you remember this. It happened over Instagram. But it, my, my tone was maybe misunderstood, but it wasn't the same as the guy mentioned before. You said so. some crazy shit to oh, you I don't think watch so, it, but let's, watch it. let's figure There's it no out. Statue, There's, a ta- There's a table. I will throw no this statue of limitations in this room. So 2010. Mm, that was the, a long time ago. The, I hope I can remember. No, this happened more recently, but I'm just okay. uh, setting it. To, so 2010, the Patapara Air Max 1 came out. Yeah. Incredi- incredible shoe. My favorite shoe that year, uh, an Air Max One that's a grail, I think, for a lot of people. Do you know where I'm going with this? I'm, I, I'm not sure. <laughs> How so, many stories like this have you heard? So, so when it comes to those shoes, <laughs> yeah, you talking about the burgundy one? Yeah, Mayor uh, exactly. Yeah. Mayor supposedly on. had like what, like nine pairs Hold or something on. like let me, that. Let me tell my story. So, so back then, you know, I this was before I started working in the industry in any way. I had no type of connections. Of, I was just hoping to somehow get the shoes. Zero clout. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. I failed, but mm-hmm. you know. I've mentioned this before, you know, you get the SKU and you figure out through the Nike system which stores have stock. Mm -hmm. And the shoes hadn't released yet, but one store had stock, 21 Mercer, Mm. a place where I assume Clark Kent can go in and get whatever he wants. I was hired to build the store. Exactly, exactly. So hold the, on, hold the, on. The hired to co- build how? Like, I like was cons- I, they built, oh. brought me in to be a consultant to build oh. the the store. Oh, because to- like at finish line when I got hired and it didn't exist, I was like putting the shelves together. <laughs> oh. No, no. Hold on, let me let me okay. finish it. Let me finish it. I, I'm gonna explain. Okay, I don't, okay. I don't want that so, to sound crazy. 2010. I'm trying to get the pad a pair of Air Max ones. Trying, however I can. You know, I have no connections. Whatever. I, I have the SKU, and before they release. At 21 Mercer, in the Nike system, it shows that they have stock. They have every size except the 13s. Which you don't wear, so it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, but everybody on the internet knew or assumed that those 13s had already disappeared and were in the hands, on the feet, in the closet of one DJ Clark Kent. I tell this story because years later, I mentioned that in an Instagram comment. No, I mentioned it in an Instagram comment, and I tagged you just saying, like, this funny story, and then... A couple days later, or maybe the same day, you pulled out four or five pairs, <laughs> and you tagged me in the photo, and you said, "This is." He said, "This is what he said." He said, "This is dedicated to those who have no idea how busy I get." Ooh, I remember that. Yeah, I love it. Talk <laughs> that wait, talk. Wait, wait. So, talk <laughs> that talk. What the at? Those thirteen. Yo, wait a minute. Though. Those thirteen before wait. they came Yo, out. Yo, you know what's crazy? I didn't know that was you. <laughs> 
You know, if I knew it was you, I wouldn't have done it. Well, I didn't if he know knew it was you, you he would have added thing is, you I and tagged you. you. No, but I didn't know you then. No, we had. Yeah. It was after we. I'm sure we had met. Because this. But was I a, didn't. I'm, I definitely didn't know. I didn't. I didn't figure it <laughs> forgettable out. Forgettable face. Forgettable no, name. No, 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 no. I didn't look at faces. I was just like, Are you serious, saying What you saying right now? Okay, but let me show you something. Those 13s <laughs> before they came out, all accounted for. Were those yours? Some. <laughs> Some. Yo, okay. Just think about that. All right, they're patters, right? And patter power, right? Uh -huh. And one of my good friends is Edson. Shout out Edson. Edson shout out G. Edson shout out G. Tim. All my boys. Mm -hmm. Like so, you know, I got pairs from them. Mm -hmm. I mean, I got the entire set from them and the black ones uh -huh. from them. The ones you can only get in Amsterdam. Yeah. So, you know, some I got from them. Some I got. I gave pairs away. There are people in the game who can say I gave them pairs. No questions. Not him, though. Where was I when you were giving me? Well, you weren't, we weren't <laughs> the same size. Do you, being that, you know, you love sneakers so much and you imagine that other people love sneakers so I much. I like sneakers. Okay. I love music. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I don't want all that to be confused. All right, all right, all right. I, I, I really listen, like to be fresh. Okay, though. the semantics of it. But well, No, there ain't no semantics. That's it, a real world. Watch it. That's okay. a real world. Okay. Play that. Man. Okay. Um, but would you, would, would you... Would you do you ever feel like guilty being like Brendan said that you're snatching up all the pairs and you're not giving other people who like sneakers maybe as much as you the chance to buy the sneakers? Okay, I just want to be clear. I did not snatch up all. I said some. <laughs> they were you all know, gone. That wasn't on me. You know what I'm saying? And and you, you need to know, like, I'm really fair and true to the game. So if I say I went somewhere and I bought, I want, I or I ended up with 10 pair of, of, of uh, Bread Jordans every time a pair of Bread Jordans, mm -hmm. that's because I'm calling 20 stores. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm calling 20 to get 10. You know what I'm saying? I'm not buying people 10 say no. From people one. say no to Clark Kent a bunch of times. Yo, what the fuck? Really? Yo, who? Let me. Let who me said no to you? Uh, Ronnie has said no to me before. Twenty One Mercer has said no to me no. before. On what? Packer has said no to on me. What? What? Get Mike no. Packer back on, on the what? No, no. I'm get I'm, him back in. Yo, not nah, see. It's not fair to you <laughs> yeah, to think okay. that everybody's just gonna yeah. say yes. And you have to understand why everybody yeah. should be comfortable saying no because I'm one of the very few who believe. I can't win them all. And they all know that. And if they say no, I'm like, cool. I'm not bitching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's dudes who when you say no to me, fuck them. Nah, come on, man. It's fucking sneakers, yeah. yo. I am surprised that 21 Mercer said no to you, especially like you no, said, you, you, you helped no, build the store. Yeah, but that don't matter. But the Clark, people who I built the store with ain't there no more. You got you got booed at the Sneaker of the Year panel, like I think like three years ago. Because I didn't get all of the off-whites that yes, I wanted. You were like, oh, I only have like six of them. Right. I wanted all ten. So I, so I got booed because I wanted all 10? What the fuck? Everybody there wanted all 10. You know what I'm saying? Some of them ended up with all 10. <laughs> like this guy. No. no. How many do you have? Eight, nine. Eight, nine. Nine. <laughs> nine. Not, I didn't get it. Not get, I'm, st I'm still like. I, <laughs> well, actually, not eight, eight and a half. <laughs> I want to know about. Tell me about those early Mercer days. I want to know that story. It was supposed to be an Air Force One store, right? It was right? supposed to be Air Force One store, and I was. It came from a conversation I was having with some people at Nike, and I was like, "Which people?" <sighs> he he likes the easy name. Kyle Yamaguchi. Nah. Just kidding. That's not funny. He, yeah, don't see, do that. Look yo. at wrong yo, what, show. Are, what are you trying to do? Yeah. Nothing. Kyle's my man, B. Yeah. And we did a lot of good shit together, man. And so if, if you try, if you trying to throw throw people in a in a shady way, let's clear that Temperature up. Temperature just went up. <laughs> <laughs> There's no yellow text on this triggered, podcast, triggered, baby. Yeah. <laughs> triggered. No yellow nah, text but, um, on this. Uh, we were sitting at, at dinner, 
having dinner. I was at dinner with a bunch of Nike people, and we were talking about Air Force Ones. And I was like, man, y'all should make an Air Force One store, and you should make VIP ID. You know, what the hell is VIP ID? Mm-hmm. I was like, you should make it so that people can make whatever they want. This and is after w- the Elizabeth store was already open, right? Yeah. And, yeah. But I'm like, Elizabeth was open for a long time. Yeah. But I'm just like, yeah, we should just make it all Air Force One. Plus, you know, it was right off of of Air Force One being 25 years. Sure. So I'm in Air Force One craziness. I'm just like, yes, this is what you should do. And 2007. I can help you do it. Yeah. And they, they, they literally stopped me mid-conversation and said, do you have a lawyer? And I was like, you know, I got a lawyer. He was like, can you get him here? I'm like, okay, I get him. Some lawyer comes and like, we want to bring you in as a consultant. Let's figure out how we build this Air Force One store. Mm. And that's what 21 Mercer was supposed to be. Right. And I was going to create a new Air Force One every month that dropped every month. So we would have had shoe it a month again. And I would, I would have still been doing it. Do you miss the Mercer days now that it's Nike Lab? No, nah, it's still the same store. I feel like they're not as community-oriented as they used to be. I feel well, like that's they... the community's fault. You think so? Yeah, because the community doesn't love the community of sneakers. They just love the, the I buying. want it, I want it, I right. want it, I want it. I mean, there there were so many incidents of people going crazy outside when a sneaker was coming out. You know That's what I'm saying? Sure. Like, if you really love the game, treat it like it's a game. You either going to win or you going to lose. And if you get there, you first online, you get it. There shouldn't be raffles. That shit is corny. How about you walked in a store and you found a sneaker and it was dope? Yeah. Yeah, y'all were one of your podcasts was talking about SBs, right? Mm-hmm. This SB thing, yeah. I guess they say coming back has been bugging me out. How many kids are seeing the one one two SBs now, and they're all tagging, and I'm just like, ain't that some shit? When the shits came out, y'all hit them. Now you wearing them? Like, were, what? were you ever and, an SB guy, Clark? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I feel like that's one shoe that I never really saw Clark in that much. Oh, Maybe nah. I'm mistaken. Dunk, Dunk SBs. Well, because there were a lot of Air Force One guys at the time that were like were like anti SB. Nah, I saw that I'm, on Nike Talk I'm a lot not back anti, in the day. I'm not anti anything. I'm I'm pro fresh sneakers. So wh- and and I like dunks. Yeah. So what am yeah. I not gonna like a dunk because the tongue is thicker? I was wearing Pro Bs. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like Pro Bs are SB. They were the they, that's the birth of, of SB. That's Jesse Leva. Uh, speaking about Dunk SBs, there's been some chatter yes. in the past 24 hours. Kylie Jenner had MF Dooms on. This guy to my right was really triggered over it. Why? I don't know. It just this. It's so funny. I I do not feel. I feel nothing. I, I, I get, about I, that look, at I, all. Look, look, I get it. I yo, get let it. Let me ask you a question. Are they sneakers? Yes, they are. And they're, meant to be wor- they're meant to be worn. Right, I get so, it. So she's wearing them. Think about the kid who's putting them on, on a shelf, and he's not wearing them. You should be mad at him. I guess you can blame him, right? I guess for me, talk well. no, for me, because even though sneakers are for everyone or whatever, but we have to admit to a certain extent that this niche culture probably means a bit more to to some of us than to the mass to the mass public, right? Pro- that, what that, skate? No, just like the really, really niche, like limited sneaker world where you had to go through all these like loopholes to get this from this one shop and all that sort of stuff. like you know. That sort of sneaker world that you're massively a part of, you know? Are you talking basically just from an appreciation standpoint? Just like, I'm not saying you have a right to own a sneaker or not own a sneaker, but I'm just saying these shoes mean a lot more to a certain, like, you know, segment of people who are obsessive about sneakers than they do just to the average person who's walking into the finish line to buy a cool pair of shoes. As crazy as it sounds, I kind of 
wouldn't mind people learning about the MF Doom dunks through her. I get it, but at the same point, like I mean, she doesn't know anything about the MF Doom dunks. Yeah, but but the thing is, if the MF conversation is. gets started because somebody saw it, then then that's all that matters because now more people know about MF Doom. That's cool. That's no, exactly I appreciate how it. I feel. And, and the thing about SBs was is that the stories around most of the pairs were so good that you would really want someone to know the stories. No, I, I get it. It's just crazy to me. You that, just hope she knows the story. Yeah, is that, that what you're saying? No, that she's like gonna, you know, through her connections to probably one of the most popular rappers in the game right now, you know, Travis, getting these shoes and how wear, does anyone learn the game? I know, but getting these shoes yes. and just how wearing anyone, them once and how just does anyone learn the game? Tossing them in the in the mansion never how to be seen again. How does anyone learn the game? You have to learn it from somewhere. Wait, all right, then. So she's I learning think, it. I think maybe you're not convinced that she's learned it because you haven't seen. You I don't want to see I don't, that she knows maybe, maybe five not. MF Doom songs. Maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe not, but yeah. I don't know if she's even learning the game or if it's just more for okay. the Instagram. Check this out. Let's say there's a number. There's 2,000 pairs of shoes in my house. Yeah. Right? It's got to be more than that. Maybe. Who's counting? He, he does. All right. <laughs> counts everything. You count everything? Yeah, buy the book. an accountant? Yeah, <laughs> main names, that. how many, Mine. where at. At least 12 yeah. pad a pair of Air Max yeah, ones. I, <laughs> you, still, do you still think the Scars Air Force One was sneaker of the year? I think Scars Air Force One was the best made Air Force One this year. Because, I, again, I, I, I hate to say it like this so it sounds weird, but like if you held a pair in your hand, you would go, fuck, they've never used this leather. All you have to fuck. do is give them a pair. and then I, held, I, I don't have them. I actually did get to hold a pair. I didn't, did you, I didn't hold them, wait, hold them, but I got to hold this. them. Hold on, how does that work? You didn't yeah, hold them, but you did hold them? No, in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the slang sense of the word, I didn't get to hold a pair, but there was a pair in the office that I got to hold in my hands. <laughs> right. So you held but, them. But that doesn't count the same way. There's double the padding of any Air Force One around the collar. It's way more comfortable. The leather that was used was crazy. The details that are used on it are crazy. So that's the best Air Force One you've ever done? Would you put it up there? Nah, or? It, it's one of. Let me ask you something. When okay. you design a shoe, I remember the James Deans and all that. Who's yeah. the first one on the list that gets it? Uh, who I design it for? LeBron. Then LeBron gets it first. Okay. So, like, um, got that white. Mm-hmm. Um, what year was that? Uh, 2017. Or, right. Yeah, something like that. It was it was at a complex con. Of course. Where no one was supposed to get them at complex con. There was a dinner. The shoes weren't even supposed to be. There at was complex a Nike con. dinner. There was a Nike dinner. Twenty miles away. Nobody invited me. The shoes Same. that the shoes were supposed to come to me at my house, mm-hmm. right? And I was supposed to do what I was going to do with them, which was insane. What I was going to do. So they were there, and there was this dinner, and at everybody's seat there was a pair of sneakers. And then as they're sitting there, you get the sneakers, you look in them. Like, people are open boxes, and they they got the sneakers. Like, some people. And then some people didn't. Everybody who didn't get a pair of them was like, I want those. Mm. Ronnie was like, I want those. Mm. Switched his pair with someone who was working there. He got a pair. Like, Ronnie was the first person posting about them shits. So and this is why Ronnie didn't hook you up that one time, right? Nah, he got them. What is he talking yeah, about? Although you said you didn't get a pair. I thought you just said. You, were, you didn't follow the story. I said, Ronnie, <laughs> Ronnie. You didn't follow the story. Can I see your phone for a second? That's what happens. You take out phone? your phone. Can I see it for a second? Can I see it for a second? Can I just see it for a second? I'm not going to go in it. I'm not going to go in it. Can I see your phone for just a second? He's going to throw it. Just a second. I'll put it No, no, no. No, no, no. It's good. We got it. Clark. You've done so That's many. That's fucking rude, yo. We're doing an interview here, yo. Did I pull out my phone? I'm, trust me, I got way more shit going on in my phone than you. 
two two things, Clark. Wait, yes. but he, okay. Two things. One, I also have my phone out, but I'm looking at notes. Same. Just so you know. That's cool. He was playing Candy Crush. <laughs> <laughs> or, he was, or he was writing his Candy Crush. <laughs> Second guy, thing, though. you've done so many Nike projects over uh, the years. Uh-huh. What is the stuff that Nike said no to as far as Clark Kent collabs that you didn't get to do that I'm you sure really wanted to make happen? There's about three, but one... They didn't say no to. They just made me switch it all the way. I the the burrow pack, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the the shoes were. This was two thousand eleven something. I don't yeah, know, but the shoes were totally different. Mm-hmm. If you look at the burrow pack, all five of them are the same, just different colorways. Right. When I was asked to do them, I made five totally different shoes for each burrow. Each shoe was different from one another. Yeah, yep. but they oh, were okay. fucking fire, yeah. like. Fire. They had the like, mo- didn't they have like the felt logos on some of them? Yeah, that's the ones that came out. What were the, the models Chanel. that didn't come out? They were all Air Force Ones. <laughs> oh, I thought you. <laughs> no, I thought you said different models. Like it was no, different. different. No, they were. They looked totally. <laughs> no, different. I different thought. Hold on, hold on. I thought you meant different. Like when you said models, I thought you meant different. Like there was like uh, Air Max ninety five. No, 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 no. no, 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 no that, sorry, that's it's okay. Just let them finish. I'm not mad at you. Cheese. They're getting on you. No, no, it's all good. Can we take a break? Can we take a break? I need five. Wealthy's phone is on the ground now. Hold on. Don't let let him finish the story, though, so, the project. So everybody loved them. But one person was like, you know, it doesn't tie back to basketball. And I was like, damn. I was like, these shits are fucking unbelievable. And he was like, no, they're beautiful. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't tie back to basketball. Now This is a PLM at Nike or something like that? Yeah. Who was on the project, on the World Basketball Project. And the thing is... While I was getting all the materials, getting all the colors, all of that stuff to do it, I had pulled some other materials for an idea for winter. Okay. Right? So when he said it doesn't tie back to basketball, I just was like, okay, well, <laughs> this does. Yeah. And he goes, what is that? And I just laid the materials out. I said, these are varsity jackets. Mm-hmm. And he was like, Varsity jackets? I was like, yeah, look, it's Melton wool from a Varsity jacket. It's the leather that they use on the sleeves, mm-hmm. and it's the piping that they use around some, and I said, and the chenille swishes. Of course. Mm-hmm. And they were like, wow, that's fucking awesome. So I had to make teams. So each colorway is a team. No team in particular. Yeah. That's why, you know, Manhattan doesn't look like the Knicks, and, right, right, and right. Brooklyn doesn't look, you know what I'm saying? It's not a certain team. It's just teams. If you would have seen what, so so those shoes took the place of what was supposed to happen in winter. So winter didn't get to happen. You get it? So you asked me was yeah, there something? Yeah, 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 I got yeah. you. So those they were varsity jackets. That should have came out in the winter. Mm-hmm. The shoes were wool. It should have mm-hmm. came out in the winter. So if you look at it and you understand it, you're like, yeah, that should have happened later. Ah, okay. But the shoes that I did, oh, my God. They were all bespoke level shoes. And I think maybe that. Do they exist? Mm, did they physically make them? Or was it a CAD that never got produced? Someone. It was a CAD that I made them. Yeah. <laughs> so they're sitting somewhere in your closet. Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. You're you're but, able to do that stuff. I mean, when when you when you work with, with I'm not saying you don't deserve it. I'm just saying I'm not, I don't even know if I deserve it. I don't I don't even care if I deserve it. Yeah. Um, my thing is that when you work with with a brand, what happens happens. Yeah. And and trust me, on everything that I'm doing, I knock on wood. Like I'm I'm bugging. Like shit, we get to do this. I got to do that. Have you ever felt like someone at Nike got mad because you overstepped what you were allowed to do? Right out the gate. 
Yeah. I wasn't supposed to put um I wasn't supposed to put elephant print on any sneaker except uh-huh. Jordans. Uh-huh. I was like, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> I want to talk about the James Dean LeBron eight. Woo! Why did you murder scene? My favorite, my favorite, and I was lucky to have them. Mm-hmm. I have them. They're in my parents' basement. What made you name them the James Dean instead of just a denim LeBron eight? Because, uh, um, James Dean was the 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 inspiration. Um. If you go back to old James Dean movies, he wore blue jeans, white T-shirts, and black leather jackets. Mm-hmm. So the the sneakers are denim and black accents. Mm-hmm. And that whole, like for a while, that's what LeBron was wearing a lot of. Mm. So I was just like, oh, shit, these are called James Deans. And it was that easy? Yeah, it was. It, it, the thing is, like, I didn't just want to go, these are denims because right. you like denim. It was not. It had to have a story to me. Every, I can't create without a story Mm -hmm. and I think that if I have a story then it translates better when you see it or you get it and there's plenty of sneakers you look at and you go why did they do that but if they tell you a story you'll go that's cool there's certain other sneakers I've seen you post and I I don't know if Clark designed this or he just has this through some sorcery like you know a shoe (laughs) you think of I think is like the Supreme SB Dunks with the Air Force (laughs) One bottom you know Something yeah. like that. That's a shoe that somebody told me somebody got fired at Nike over. I don't know. Not my story. But, like, things like that. Did you design that? How did you get shoes like that? When those dunks were made? Yeah. I'm, I'm an Air Force guy. So I just was like. Swap it. Who? Can, Beaverton. Yeah, Tinker. Tinker made those? That was in the, that well, was in the no, kitchen, right? Tinker didn't make them. Uh, someone else who worked in the kitchen made them. Did they get fired for that? <laughs> no. I'm just asking. Okay. I'm saying no. There was there was pairs yeah. of the white ones, yeah. but I, I got black ones. But how? Because I asked for it. <laughs> I was like, the shit's just fuck. Oh, these Supreme Dunks are crazy. Yo, y'all made Air Force One versions. Yeah, of only the white ones. I was like, oh, I need a black one. Do you think people at Nike ever got upset about that? That's another thing, like elephant print. You know, nah, this is... and, 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 and the reason why I don't think they got upset was um, no one can be upset at Tinker Hatfield. Right. No one can be upset at... Uh, Bruce Kilgore. No one can be upset at Eric Avar. No mm-hmm. one can be upset at Mark Mark Smith. You know what I'm saying? And it's almost like, what 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 are you thinking? If you are, you know what I'm saying? You can't like, question them. Like why why would you even want to be upset at them? Like they pay your bills. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, and if you ninety five percent of Nike employees never get in the kitchen. Of course. If I'm in the kitchen, you treat it a little different. I when I. Every time I go there, I go to the kitchen. Like, so there's employees there who are unhappy about that. But my relationship is with the guy who works in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. What gets you excited about sneakers currently? Um, just just if they're cool, I want them to be cool. I want them to look right, and I want them to uh, I want them to be somewhat thoughtful. Um, yeah. There's, there's shoes that, that kids are just like, whatever, that I'm like, the shit's done right. Like what? Um, the black and red Jordans that came out recently, they're they're black and white with red piping around mm-hmm, them. Mm-hmm. I was like, those shits are fire. The piping is nice, right? The shoe is fire because of the leather. I like it. I, I just liked it. But I've piped sneakers before, so I, you know, that. <laughs> pause, is that like tongue pause, fucking? Pause, pause, pause. Piping pause, sneakers, pause. is that like that's tongue fucking? Pause. Okay, pause. The thing is, yo, you know why I didn't say pause <laughs> earlier? Listen, listen. 
reason. I'm gonna tell you the reason why I didn't say pause earlier is because I knew I would have to say it. So I was like, I'm Keep gonna wait till I say it and then say pause. See, I said it after I said it. See, you you could be all crazy. I, I can't he set you up I on thought, that. That's one. what I thought you were getting at, dude. I was not. I was not setting anybody up. I was not participating. <laughs> Clark, what disap- what disappoints you the most in sneakers? Then Good, that yeah. gets you most excited. Um. If it, if it if it's not made well, you know what I mean. If it's not well, okay. Hit. What's something that wasn't okay, made okay. well recently? There's plenty of shit that's not made well. But Name one. Think, <laughs> you, when you pulled off the shelf and you were like, "They fucking did this." I mean, to to pick one yeah. doesn't make sense. Here's here's what I say. Pick six then. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get the six. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, what you call it? Um, he, he, here's a fact. Like I am truly a consumer. Like, I shop heavy. And these brands, they live off of the way we shop, right? So I care that if I'm buying something, it's made well because you're going to live off of us shopping. So at least make it well because I come from the time when you made it well. As soon as you start fucking up the way that you make it, then now we got a problem. And 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 then I'm looking at it like, damn, dog, you could have you could have put better material on it. You could have you could have took time to look at the way that you stitched it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because we're paying more now than we paid then, and we got better then. Mm. So I look at those same Jordans. The leather on them is so good. So when people are going, ah, eh, them shits are everywhere. Like, dummy, do you like them or not? Or you mm-hmm. don't like them because they're everywhere? Mm-hmm. That's like saying you don't like white and white Air Force Ones because they're everywhere. Like, why don't Y F Force Ones are fresh? Superstars, fresh. Stan Smith, fresh. Um, um, Reebok Air Max, Classic? Reebok Classics are fresh. Air Force he's, One Mids? Ang- angling huh? for Reebok. Air Force One Mids? Never. Never Air Force One Mids. Never. You know what I'm saying? New Balance 576, 997s, uh, 1500s, fresh. You know what I'm saying? If you make them right, it's much more appreciative. And I think the brands owe it to the customers who yes. never stop shopping. Make it better. So... Make what, what, sneakers what, great what, again? What, what triggers? Sorry, I'm using your word. Yeah. What triggers me is when it's not made well. So if you look at anything that I've worked on, any shoe that I've worked on, the materials are better than what's being made at the time. They just are because yeah. I look for the best materials in their libraries. Mm. When I, so the guy who talked about the case Swiss, I'm just like, dang, dude, you you probably never even knew this that Gary, I, Gary no, V, who was no, on our no, show. No, 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 you, you probably never even knew that I made the shoe. Right, he's just no, like the this commenter. About yeah, the, the commenter oh, about sorry, the cases. I'm, sorry. I'm yeah. like, you probably didn't know I made these the were the, shoe. What Black History Month ones yeah. you did? Yeah, yeah. So if anybody picks up that shoe, they're gonna go. This shit is not a K Swiss, because K Swiss were notorious for making shoes that were subpar material wise. Mm-hmm. When I made the shoe, they were like, we can't put this out. It it's gonna cost too much. And I said, you definitely gonna put it out and you're gonna let it cost what a regular K-Swiss costs because you've been taking from the community all this time. They looked at me and was, I said, and it's for black history. So historically you've been taking from our community because we wear more than anybody else. And they were like, these sneakers will come out just to make <laughs> what you say. The people in Switzerland. <laughs> no, no, but, but and, and then after the explanation, they, 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 when I explained it to them like that, they were like, now we understand why you made it so premium. Like, the leather on that shit is insane. I remade the inside of the shoe so it was more comfortable. Like, mm. it's, cr- it's not a good K-Swiss. It's excellent K-Swiss. 
Carl, last thing I want to ask you, um, you know, you do a lot of like friends and family shoes that don't come out at retail Mm -hmm. or whatever, and they do pop up on the secondary market from time to time. How do you feel about that? Um, It's teaching me a lot. Um, And it hit me hard with Got That White. Yeah. And because Got That White wasn't supposed to go to anybody unless I gave it to them. And there were people who got it. Or Ronnie Feig. Nah, it it didn't matter. I would have gave them to Ronnie. And, And you have to understand. Let me explain Got That White. Got That White is a tribute to hustlers. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking about hustler hustlers. You want to block, sell coke hustlers. Mm -hmm. Ronnie is a fucking hustler. Ronnie gets a pair. He's a fucking hustler. We're not saying Ronnie ever sold coke. Also, you know what I love? No, no. You know what I love, too? Uh, He sent a pair to Mahershala Ali right after the sneaker shopping. Another hustler in his field. He's a hustler. He hustles in his field. So, and the thing was, it was tributes to hustlers. So I was trying to only give him the hustle. Jennifer the way, Lopez get a pair? Nah. The way I was rolling it out was I was going to go to neighborhoods in the hood and stand there, take a picture of the street sign and say, I got that white. Come see me. Whoever gets to me first gets the sneakers. NYPD shows up. Doesn't matter. And it was going to film it mm-hmm. like it I was going to film it like, like, like the feds are watching mm-hmm. and then let the film roll no one would have saw the sneakers being given away but the film would have rolled me giving them away <clears throat> on hustler blocks mm-hmm. and i was giving it away to dudes who just came home from jail who was hustlers right you know what i'm saying like i got friends who hustle i was giving them like that's who was supposed to get them first so like jay got a pair it made sense emery got a pair it made sense biggs got a pair it made sense mm-hmm. we all hustle. You know what I'm saying? So we got to, it was a tribute to hustlers and it got messed up. You know what I'm saying? But the leather on the inside was lamb leather. It was pony skin. It was three colors of Coke, but they cost too much. So okay. I know they couldn't go to stores. So when I see it, when I them. see it, somebody's selling <laughs> this guy right here. <laughs> what do you say? He said he had to step on him. This guy, <laughs> what do you know about that? <laughs> boy? Hey, are we, are we misjudging? Yeah. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> mm. So when I see him pop up, I'm just like, "Damn!" It's almost like you you didn't you didn't appreciate the story mm-hmm. or you didn't understand it. So like when I see scars popping up, I'm even more a little confused because they were made for Scar's friends. Scar gives them to his friends. Like you, if you if you were there, if you were a Scar's pizza fanatic and and you come to the shop all the time, he literally hand wrote who Held gets the pairs yeah. and he gave you a pair when i see him for sale i'm just like damn like these dudes are pieces of shit yo yeah. like you got a gift you're not supposed to sell a gift you know what i mean and that's the thing i, I don't i don't believe in selling a gift it was a gift either you re-gift it or you keep it mm-hmm. you know Wouldn't what that i mean be the true hustler spirit though if you're giving them like a six thousand dollar sneaker and they're selling it if you're talking about one pair Okay, cool. You talking about got that white? That's hustler spirit. Yeah. Cool, but these are scars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I got a new idea for friends and family sneakers. I'm Tell just us. gonna I'm gonna make yeah, them all my Tell size. Us. I'm gonna make them all my size, my son's size, my daughter's size, and my wife's size. I'm gonna make them all our size. Only family, no friends. Yeah, yeah. And do you you know when you see the shoes like who it, it was? Who's it? Was? Yeah, like if it's like no, a, a, like I a don't. nine and a half. Like. And the thing is, I don't because I'm not clocking it like that. One of a kind, and I think it's a perfect place to end. Clark, thank you so much for coming through. 
definitely our longest podcast with him you only crack the surface but i think clark ken is one of those guys that if he has the time to talk you should listen absolutely i don't know about all that that's I just, true i just know i'm just gonna answer the question we really appreciate you coming up and talking with us and can't thank you enough you are a complex family for sure and we hope uh, all the listeners appreciate all the stories this is definitely one of the places that i always feel very very welcome and f- i feel like family here i love complex definitely i'm not family. gonna lie definitely he was sitting family. in wealthy's chair yeah, well, if, you, if you want, if you want to oh, know, if you I know, want, well, what well, I disinfected myself after. Yeah, we spray, <laughs> no, if literally. you want, if you want to know how much how comfortable Clark feels at the office, there's a video. Uh, I think a Life at Complex Classic. on YouTube. Did where you, did you watch, have you watched that recently? Where when you talk about, I think you talk about Jay Z for like it, it felt Con- like it felt like two hours. You're Kanye albums, Noah's oh, there. It's a, I remember should, that. I I rewatched that recently. I think it might have been Christmas break. It's so good. Again, we appreciate you. DJ Clark Kent, thanks so much. Can I can I say one thing? Absolutely. A lot of you are gonna have negative thoughts about some of the things that I said. I can appreciate it, but I can also respect the fact that your opinions are not mine. Absolutely. And wear your sneakers, right? Please wear your sneakers. What's the point of them? Yeah. Complex Sneakers Podcast. Thank you guys so much. We will see you next week, Fridays, 6 Gang. p.m. Thanks so much for the support. Please rate, subscribe, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you guys consume your podcasts. Our podcast producer is Shiva Bayet. Sound engineering done by Craig Clayton. Special thanks to Dave Matthews and Alejandro De Jesus. The Complex Sneakers Podcast is a production of the Complex Podcast Network. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.